and welcome to A Star to Steer Her by 10 Forward, number 17. As with a lot of our 10 Forwards, we did this one on kind of a whim, so we didn't warn you. But the timing, the timing was what was important, Chris. It was, because what's coming tomorrow, (gasps) season two of The Mandalorian. I'm jazzed. And so we decided, hey... Let's talk about season one. Yeah, that only happened a year ago, but everyone should have been catching up. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a quick, it's a refresher via us if yeah. you didn't do it yourself. It's only eight episodes. Yeah, it's, we are the only guide you need. I just but, think it's funny for us to have done a, you know, a 10 forward about a biopic of John DeLorean. Just weird. So what's funny is last summer, two came out at once. I have no idea what we're talking about. There were actually, there were, really were two biopics of John Z. DeLorean came out at the same fucking time. Explain who that is. The man he's, that created the DeLorean. Yeah, he's okay. a car, car engineer. Oh, I get it. God damn it. God damn you, Jake. The man, DeLorean. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> your guides well i'm chris i'm ames i'm caitlin and i jake and <laughs> this is the way there we go someone had to say it i wanted to but i'm glad that <laughs> damn it she got both of them aha uh-huh, quick yes you can, you, can, you can just say what the blurg says <laughs> i must self-destruct no oh, oh man Yeah. Oh, man, DeLorean. The last two episodes were, like, the saddest things in the world. Oh, my God. Like, I I, I don't know where to start with with talking about this, but, like, the the second to last episode, number seven, was the absolute worst for me because so many blurgs died horribly in front of you, and I was traumatized. It was pretty awful. So I actually, I did have an idea for once in my life. And I thought, for the first time ever, <laughs> an interesting thing for like, because I, I kind of thought we'd talk about how we all went into this, because um, like by watching television. Well, like for example, I for one had no intention of watching this show originally. Why not? Uh, because I think like basically you hate Boba Fett. Kind of, well, not Boba Fett so much as the idea of like what Boba Fett has become in the Star Wars fandom. And I feel like all the worst Star Wars fans love Boba Fett. Like, the kind of Star Wars fans that harassed Kelly Marie Tran off Tumblr, or not Tumblr, mm-hmm. off of... um Twitter? Not Twitter, the other one. Uh, Instagram. Instagram. I don't know. Instagram or whatever. Like, I feel like they probably all Tinder. have, like, Boba Fett avatars, you know? Grinder. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Dick. Friendster. And so, like, and I think, like, this came out before, okay, this came out before Last Jedi, but, you know, like, the trailers had already come out, and it had already (laughs) become, like, painfully clear that 
Disney had decided, at least for Last Jedi, to give in to the horrible fanboys. Mm. Um, and just like, so I was like, okay, so it's everyone's, like, it's every douchebag's favorite, if not Boba himself, you know, the Mandalorians. And Disney seems to be giving in to assholes. This is probably going to be a terrible show. I was expecting it just to be like the Boba Fett series and all but name. And that, like, the Mandalorian himself was just going to be this, like, completely flat Marty Stew can do no wrong character Marty that, like, you know, Stew. if it was a woman, the fanboys would be all pissed off. I was like, no, I don't need any of this. Fuck this. Fuck Star Wars. Fuck Disney. Um, I can confirm. And then... Fuck J.J. Abrams, just for fun. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah, uh, fucking Baby Yoda gif started popping up. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And that's when I was like, this... Might be worth watching if only. And then I heard about the, uh, you know, the interview with Herzog, keep the puppet, you cowards, and all that. And I was like, all right, maybe I'll check this out. And then I did, and I'm glad I did because yeah. it was not at all what I was expecting. It might be my favorite Star Wars. Yeah. Did anyone else go in like like when you're going into this? What did everyone else sort of? I just couldn't wait to see the baby Yoda. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty. I was also pretty down on Star Wars after. The sequel whatever, series? Whatever the one that was really bad was. All and, of them? Um, and, Just kidding, I liked them. But. You know, and you know me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very... I'm a Star Wars skeptic, right? I have to be convinced to like Star Wars things. I'm but I don't know, I was Cold curious Wars about this because... Good. Yeah, so, you know, I, I do like Boba Fett. We have pictures of you as a little baby Yoda. Nope, baby Yoda. <laughs> Damn it. Ah, I fucked that up already. I would baby love to Boba. have pictures of Jake as Baby Yoda, as a baby Boba Fett. Baby Yoda Fett. Wait, really? Yes. I don't know if there's any pictures of me, but I did uh. have a, a Boba Fett costume at one point, so there probably is. Oh my god, find them, please. Yeah, I do like Boba Fett. Fuck boy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I look at, like, you look at the costume, and it's so, it's so intriguing as a yeah. costume, as, as a, as they say, they're not a race, they're a creed. So they, there could be anything under that head. And, like, what their mythos is, like, it gets very interesting in this series. Like, I'm, it does. I'm already sold. Mm. But I gotta say, it should have been made more clear that this was not... I mean, obviously, you figure it out pretty quickly in this show. But just, like, from the marketing, I assumed it was Boba Fett. Like, I assumed, like, oh, it's a show about Boba Fett. Because mm. he looks exactly like Boba Fett. In, well, maybe they did that on I purpose. Didn't, I didn't realize, like, so I know in Star Wars Episode 2, The Phantom Clones, that <laughs> the, it's a different guy that has Boba Fett's costume, but he's Boba Fett's dad. Django Fett. And, and that, yes. And then he gets killed, decapitated, I believe. Um, Don't spoil it for Caitlyn. She little, hasn't seen the movie. Little Boba I Fett. never will. Little you Boba will. Fett gets nope. the cost, get you know, inherits the costume. So I didn't know that there were more of these guys. I just thought they were. It was Dango Fett's costume that Boba Fett got, and you know, so I, I wish it was more clear. Mm. Uh, you know, well, that's the other thing is like, you know, when they first created him, it was just this guy has a fun costume. Uh, the design was created before. Like it was, he was initially created for the Star Wars Holiday Special because he appears in an animated segment. That's terrible news. Then he was in <laughs> Empire, obviously. Actually, I think the first appearance of Boba Fett in any capacity was 
at a, of all things, some kind of like fair, like one of those big regional fairs. Hmm. It's kind of a marketing draw. Look, yeah. Look what's it, coming up. Yeah. And it was a not quite finished version of the costume. Like, I think he was all white, which if you used to look at the early, um, the early Ralph McQuarrie sketches, his, it was the same basic design, but he's in all white. Um, and yeah, so they, they like, that was the first appearance anywhere. Then his first sort of major appearance was in the special. And then he was in Empire Strikes Back. Um, but yes, at that point, he was just some guy. It could have been, you know, just his own unique armor. It would be, you know, over time in the expanded universe, you know, they would ask the have of the Mandalorians and that there's like more than just him. And this basic shape of armor is you know sort of a, a thing cobbled together by what he found for over the years oh no, no sorry the idea that there's sort of a cultural mandalorian design uh, that more than just he has i so have space i'm sorry what's interesting to me is you know there's all these religious sort of cultural overtones in the show here but I, I don't know that, I mean, I know for sure, because we see Django Fett takes his helmet off all the fucking time. Yeah. Um. So apparently there, maybe there's just different, maybe he's a reform Mandalorian or something. I don't know. So it, <laughs> he's, a, he's a Catholic Mandalorian. I'm just sorry, like episode Worf is two a Catholic isn't canon. Clinging. That's true. So but, it's, yeah. The thing is, there's actually, I guess, a lot of Mandalorian lore was established in Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, and I've seen like, that's a, that's a cartoon. Those are cartoons. Yes. And actually the, one of the guys that worked on this with John Favreau, Dave Filoni was the showrunner on both of those. Hmm. Um, so there is sort of a through line, but yeah, it, it's, 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 yeah, I'm not sure. Cause I've only seen like maybe half of clone wars and none of rebels, hmm. but at least in what of clone wars I've seen the Mandalorians by the time of the clone wars had sort of abandoned their warrior history. And uh, you find out there's sort of a, a cell of extremist traditionalists who have, like, readopted the armor and are trying to overthrow the government and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this and, isn't the Clone Wars, though. No, yeah. no, but, this, well, I, but, but that, may, that will factor in because that was the first appearance of that weird black lightsaber. What I like, I think, is that you don't really need to know any of that stuff to still kind of get this series. Yeah, yeah. no, it stands very well on its own. Like, yeah. honestly, I feel like of all the Star Warses that we've seen, this one's level of fan wank is incredibly low. Well, unless you consider <laughs> literally Baby Yoda being... Yeah, well, that's, that's the wrong. thing. The, the, it is a... That is this, that's the thing. That's I disagree the about thing. that point. But the um, thing is, it's so cute that everyone just loses their mind whenever he's on screen that, like, you're not thinking, like, oh, this is a fan wank thing because it's a baby Yoda. You're thinking, oh, my God, this fucking puppet is so goddamn cute. Yeah, no, I die. I die several times per series, you know, because I'm just like. <sighs> yeah, like, you could definitely have only seen the original three movies and go into this and know your way around oh yeah yeah, yeah i don't I do think you think get it's, lost i think it's important to sort of have an understanding of the empire versus the like rebels i don't know but, i think going in entirely cold you'll still mostly get it well i don't know right i can't say because i didn't that's true but it i don't know many to me it, like it wouldn't take you very long to figure out you em know empire bad these are bad guys yeah no of course and this and this creature is magic yeah also that yeah um i don't know they were like 
of like little fan wanky things like scattered throughout yeah yeah like you know the one that strangely bothered me the most or i don't know the most but the one that just was like uh really was um how on his ship he has a he had all those like oh the carbon chamber the carbon guys and i was just like wait a minute when they did this to han solo that was like a one-off thing like they didn't even know it was gonna work you know it was and they even say oh this is like an industrial process this isn't something you use to you know well, trap this people is, this is set five years after return of the jedi oh, so, maybe so they it was it was so successful that yeah. like yeah, got on the phone like hey mandalorian guys go get yourself a one of these well, they, I mean, conversely they... most of his stuff was probably dead or alive so dead or alive you're coming with me but yeah, no, he he revolutionized uh, bounty hunting in that I moment. I guess so. Yeah, it actually worked I was, like, I was just like, really? So mm, he okay. captured Horatio Sands. It's kind he of did. great. He did. This show does have like an absurd number of comedians and comedic actors in cameo roles. It's kind of funny. Yeah, and most of them are quite good. Yeah. I fucking, like, the, the episode, like, I'm actually very shocked that the, the sixth episode, The Prisoner, the one that mm. takes place uh, rescuing that prisoner dude... Is the lowest rated. Really? Which, which surprises me because I think it's my favorite. Like, and aside from Bill Burr's accent, it's a good episode. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. What's wrong with Bill Burr's accent? He's from Boston and it's obvious, but he's from Planet Boston. That's what I mean. Like, because, yeah. because There's lots of people from England in it, space. Here's the problem. is like, because, and I know Star Trek is also different. Let me try this again. I know Star Trek is also guilty of their alien worlds being monocultures but star wars takes it to whole other levels well, we don't know that we've never met his planet we just know yeah but is. here's the thing this is the way star wars works the whole planet is bill burr now how do like, we know planet? that we uh, don't uh, we, planet just, because chris has spoken well no because He's that spoken. is just that i mean in reality a lot of that has been undone by disney happily but like at some point in the old expanded universe, and I think I've said this before, is like everything that made Han Solo unique stopped being unique. That's just how all Corellians oh, yeah. are. All Corellians don't trust odds. All Corellians are maverick cowboys. Like, like, like they take the monoculture thing to a whole new level in Star Wars fandom. Uh, it's terrible. So yeah, no, he is from Planet Southie. There are Dunkin' Donutses everywhere. Yeah. How much clam Dunkins. chowder can you get? So much. Biggest Dunkin's. You can't, no, you can't get any clam chowder. You can only get clam chowder. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. So I was actually blown away that at one point he says, what about your sister? And it's like, wow, he hit the R. Uh, but that yeah, was like the great. 31st take. You know yeah. what's great in that episode is, um, uh, who's, who's Zero, Jake? Oh, that's Richard Ayoade. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I IT love boss. him. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, yeah this episode awesome. got extra, extra points when I, when I, well, when Jake recognized that voice and mentioned that it's uh, Moss from the IT crowd, and I was like, oh my god, that's perfect. It's so if, perfect. If only that uh, droid could have had his sweet style. <laughs> mm. I remember the first time we watched that episode, I spent so much being like, I know that voice, it's driving me fucking nuts, and then we got to the end credits, and I was like, that is so obvious in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, he I mean, was we delightful. have just recently watched that series, so like his yeah. voice being as distinctive as it is was like, oh. Yeah, I like See, that I'm, a lot. I'm surprised it's low rated, though, because like joking aside, I thought, you know, it's re- it, I love that basically at the end it turns into a horror movie. 
Yes! But we are yes, actually... Yes, it goes from heist to horror. But we're on the side of the monster. Yeah, it's mm. alien, but we're rooting for the xenomorph. I'm like, usually feeling... rooting for the xenomorph. Well, fair <laughs> yeah, enough. You're right. It's not a perfect comparison. This episode may have also had the least baby Yoda. Yes. Um, but that's, that oh. must be it. And that's that might why be why it's slowly rated. Probably. Like, there, the only, like there's the scene, of, the scene of him hiding from, from zero. zero. Yeah. And that's it's pretty so much cute. all baby Yoda we get. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, and uh, the the Devonian, Devon, the, the big devil looking fucker. Yeah. That's Clancy, Clancy Brown. Brown, the yeah, from, enemy uh, Shawshank. from the original Highlander. Yeah, he's a guard in Shawshank. He's Mr. Krabs, but he's also going to be in an episode of Enterprise. Aha, that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I also looked up who um, Shion was, and that's Natalia Tana, who was in Game of Thrones. Uh, huh. She was Osha. Oh, good, keeping us safe from uh, workplace accidents. Yeah, and didn't and, you she was also in Harry Potter, too? Yeah, yeah. And oh, she very, she? very clearly banged the fuck out of Mando at some point. But he left the helmet on. Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, and no, that's that, like, for all, like, there's a ton, like, obviously, like I said, there's a shitload of comedians, just a shitload of people in general, but I mean. The um, casting is great. Yeah, it's an absurd amount of, like, cameos and guest stars. And I, I actually only found this out recently, the, um. The, the, like, the voice of the Mandalorian with the, like, machine gun, the kind of the tank guy who questions why uh, Mando is working yeah. for the imp. The voice is Jon Favreau, it the, is. like, show creator, which yeah. I missed hearing the first time. Yeah, it's actually very cool. Like, basically, I believe all of the directors, or maybe almost all of the directors of season one do have cameos in the in the show. Yeah, so, actually, I think two of the X-Wing pilots at the three. end of... All three. Oh, she also? Okay. Because the, there's a woman, the woman in there as well is the showrunner on Obi-Wan. Yeah, that is Deborah Chow. Okay, I didn't realize she also directed on this. Yeah, the director pool, like, because Jon Favreau meant to direct but didn't have time. I for, He was doing a different thing at the time, and I have already forgotten what it was. Um, so they collected, like... An actual, an absolutely diverse group of directors to get like as many perspectives on this show as possible, mm. and they all, like, almost all of them, except for Bryce Howard, who is uh, Ron Howard's daughter, uh, who yeah. directed one, but I don't believe she cameos. But everybody I else, has I didn't a cameo. see her in it. Uh, she's and she's pretty recognizable. Yeah. Um, and Taika Waititi, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, um, mm. is also IG Eleven. Yes. Yep. Which is pretty nice to see. Yeah. No, good, uh, good group. I think they all did a great job. Yeah, yeah. I think the one, the one that Jake doesn't like, he'll tell us about now. Which one's that? Oh, you, you fucking hate Cara Dune, don't you? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the character's fine. I just don't care for the actress. I just, I didn't, I didn't. Wait, Why? Which, could, which one's Cara Dune? She's the, she's the, the muscle the, girl, the tough chick. Hey, hey, don't fuck with her. She's a, a fucking empress. Among the ants, Empress. I love mm. her. And besides, yeah, I like, know. I mean, I like to say I like the character. I just didn't think it was well cast. Well, she's know. like Terry Disagree. Farrell. She's still learning to act. She well, started yeah. in. Yeah, she's uh, an MMA fighter for Christ's yeah. sake. In a cage match. I, I yes. am told, compared to some of her earlier roles, she is vastly improved. When well, she was yeah. in Deadpool, right? Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah, but she barely said anything. So, well, yeah. probably she didn't for the best. Me you know? at all. Like, yeah, I don't no, she's, she's, she's definitely either. like she's got the physique for that for that character. Yeah, and that's more mm-hmm. important. It's being a badass. It's like yeah. I, I recently I looked up just to make sure I was getting this fact right. I think Jake watched Miracle with me before about the yeah. 1980 Olympics. 
yeah, yeah. If you guys haven't seen, it's about the the hockey team, the American hockey team that won the 1980 Olympics entirely out of fucking nowhere. Wow. And the movie, they made a, they made a movie of it a couple years ago, and the movie's pretty good. I'm a big hockey fan, so I'm incredibly biased. Um, but what they did was they mostly cast hockey players instead of actors because, like, being able to recreate these, like, legendary hockey moments on the ice is more important than any of the acting scenes. So most of the actors aren't actors. Mm. They just said, they, they basically said, it's going to be easier to teach hockey players to act than actors to play hockey. Yeah. And especially, like, at such an advanced level. Yeah. How did the U.S. win? What, was Canada out sick that year? <laughs> uh, uh, they just bested Russia. When wow. Russia was, like, the powerhouse at the time. Yeah, wow. it, was a, it was a big, like, Cold War PR thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Herb, Herb Brooks put together a team that wasn't full of people that you'd expect, but people who worked well together instead of just a whole bunch of, like, superstars. Yeah. It all, like, it all sort of, there's this moment in the final match against Russia where they're down, and then, you know, they're kind of feeling like it's not going to work, and they're like, wait a minute. Ducks fly together. <laughs> quack, quack, and then they do the, this flying V move, and uh, they uh, manage to score on the on the Russian goalie. And uh, it's also that, a great movie. Does that really happen in the Mighty Ducks? Yes. Yes. I haven't yeah. seen it. Decent. I like it. But, but I was yeah. also, you know, just in terms of Gina Carano, who that's you know, the actress that that's did uh, the actress who plays Cara Dune. Got it. Like it is way more important that that character do those stunts. Mm. Then say, and it's not a, not a big the biggest part of it for like line wise. Like she does more doing lots of stunts than she does scene work. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah, when she's being badass, it's great. When she starts saying lines, she starts saying lines. Never bothered me. <laughs> no, not not a line bothered me. But I'm also a little in love with her. So mm. yeah, she's got a great I'm look. Too. Her look is great. Yeah, she's yeah. fantastic. And it was also just nice to see him have, like, a foil who was, like, this big, tough, badass woman. I don't know. Yeah. just thought that Pedro, was nice. Pedro Pascal in this is also so cool. Like, like looking at this and seeing, like, this is all, like, it's a mask and puppet show. You, yeah. only, you have relatively few characters who have actual faces in this show. Yeah, and yet true. everyone is still emoting like crazy, and you're following the journey. And that's awesome. Mm. So I know we talked about this you know, off off screen before, but did you find anything in your research about how much of the Mandalorian is actually Pedro Pascal versus I, like stunt doubles, body doubles? Yeah, uh, I don't know how much. I do know that there were definitely times when Pedro Pascal wasn't available and his stunt actors came out that during those times. But it, I I didn't do a ton of research. I basically just read Wikipedia hmm. for the character names. Plus, don't, you know, ruin, it, don't ruin the magic for me. No, it's true. But I just, you know, it, it occurred to me that, like, really, he could have done most of this from a, you know, a recording studio. You know, he had, there's one shot in the entire series of his face where, you where, you know, it actually needs to be Pedro Pascal. But other than that, uh, he could have done it, just voiced the the character pretty much. I don't know how much, but, you know, he's still a delight. And even his voicing, like... He reminds me an awful lot of um, who does The Witcher, Henry Cavill. Cavill. He's got such a very flat delivery, and yet you're still following along. 
Like I liked him an awful lot. Yeah, it's 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 like it's not mon like there's still emotion in there. It's not completely monotone. It's a weird balance to strike, but he manages it. Yeah, you never see or you never hear him because you can't really see. You never hear him like getting very heated. You never right. see him like yelling no or whatever else. <laughs> Classic. He finds out Baby Yoda died of a broken heart. Oh. <laughs> After giving birth to his twin children. Oh, God. Awkward. Kiff and Kermit. I mean, we don't know. We don't. We, you know, did, I don't know if they checked Baby Yoda. That's true. Oh, my God. What if it's a girl? Could be a girl. Oh, man. The fan would flip its shit. Oh, I hope it's a girl. Well, actually, conversely, we don't really know that much about that species, right? Like maybe there is only one gender. Maybe they're asex. They asexually reproduce. Maybe no, there's a yaddle. Yeah, I'm Chris sorry. Yaddle. Chris what the fuck before. is a yaddle? There's a there's it's another a Yoda. Female Yoda. Where where? Episode one. When? Did... But that's not canon, so. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, no, she's on the council. I don't remember I that at her. all, and I saw that fucking movie like five times in theaters. What a stupid asshole kid I was. She also <laughs> proves that they can have hair. Um, or she's wearing a wig. We well, I hope so. How else would you know that it was a girl Yoda? That's true. Well, <laughs> That's again, the only in, way you can tell. And in episode one. Well, just like with the dwarves, you really... know, the women have thicker beards. <laughs> the not very good Yoda puppet did have, like, more hair than... Um, yeah, remember he had fucking... Empire uh, Yoda. He had, like, mutton chops, like, 70s style mutton chops. Well, he almost had, like, dark brown hair. It was really... that. Oh, that was a, a bad I, puppet. I don't know how they made that puppet so badly. No, Which one? Uh, the Yoda puppet in episode one. Didn't they see GM the rest of the time? Yeah, because the puppet was so bad in episode one. <laughs> yeah, but the fucking CG is terrible. Yeah, like the, the puppet, this was worse. great. So the thing better. was like they forgot how to make puppets. They really did. And then they're like, well, we can just use CG. But it's like, well, no, but the technology to do that right is still like 10 years oh, away. No. Yeah. Yeah, the only so CG bad. in this that I didn't care for, there were a couple times when IG-11 was like walking or jumping on the bike. And I was like, oh. It was a little jank. Yeah. I couldn't tell yeah, you. It might have been stop like, motion. Yeah, that's, but I kind of like that. Uh, it um, looked janky, though, compared it to looked the rest. Janky. It looked very janky, but it look, it, to me, it looked almost like they were going for a stop motion look. Mm. You know, mm. like they wanted it to look like stop motion, because, just because it was so janky. That's it, weird. It, was, it looked like a that's, mistake. That's the thing, is like, that's a design that was sort of just a throwaway background character in a movie. And now it's like, fuck, we have to figure out how this thing moves. Wait, we've seen we've seen IG-11 before? No, we've seen a different IG unit. IG-88 is one of the bounty hunters Vader hires in Empire Strikes Back. So there's like, there's Boba Fett. There's the guy with the weird like bandages on his head. There's, there's the a zero Gorn. thing, right? There's a zero looking thing. Did you say a There's a lizard guy. <laughs> and, and there's IG-88, who I think doesn't, I, I don't think moves at all. Hmm, um, but that's the original, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, its head okay. is actually, I mean, the like, I'm sure now they just make their own heads, but the head of the original IG unit was actually salvaged from, it's like the compression unit from a Rolls Royce jet engine. Okay. I want to point something out really quick. Do it. When we were talking about this episode, Chris was like, we don't really have a Jake for Star Wars. And I'm like, no, you're the Jake of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. What are you fucking talking yeah. about? And so he's like, no, not really. And he just pulls this out of his ass. Yep. 
What are you talking about? I, I, I mean, in comparison well, of, like, I, uh, the amount of knowledge. Like, I know a lot of random crap, but... Hey, Chris, Jake, what's, yes. a, what's Darth Maul's species? Oh, fuck, uh, Zabrak. Yeah, yep. you're the well, king of Star Wars. Okay, if you want to get technical... I don't, no. please don't. It gets more complicated. Let's but not, please don't. The not. short version I just mean is, like, Jake probably knows, like, more about Star Trek than I do about Star Wars. Okay, but here's here's the thing though. Also, there's vastly more Star Trek than there is Star Wars. So even if his pile of facts is a hundred feet high and yours is only forty, it's still a lot considering how little there really is. I mean, I know I they both have an Listen, ass. This load is of not books. a contest for who's the, it's not. the bigger nerd. No, also, no, my I know thing what is I'm just saying. Too. He's like, no, but. Uh, let me tell well, you also, about when we saw IG-88 a lot of the stuff still with all this other bullshit and Return of the Empire. A lot of the stuff I know also is no longer canon because it's shit from the so, 90s. Well, so here's the thing. So when you said IG-88, there was another... This is, this is me doing my Star Wars pile of knowledge. There was another droid bounty hunter called 8T-88 who was a character in Star Wars... Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight. Oh, I missed a lot of those games because they were like PC yeah. only. It was a full, it was a, yeah, it was a full motion. Well, the game itself wasn't full motion, but there were full motion cutscenes. So. Oh, I, I think they you told around. us that. Wasn't like Brian Blessed in that or something? Uh, am I making I shit Brian, up? No, Brian Blessed was Oh, is that Dune? It. I'm thinking of Dune. That wasn't, me. that wasn't Brian Blessed. That was John Reese Davies. Whatever. I don't know what the fuck but I'm there, talking there about. But there were, there were, there were characters in that. I don't think any of the actors were notable, though. Yeah, I they actually... walk around as jankily as IG Eleven does. Yeah, well, it was like early, like that was early CG from like yeah. the nineties. They actually There's ported interest... those to modern consoles recently. All right, let's oh, stop really? nerding out about about, about this because I want to talk about briefly. Like, so Mando hates droids and he hates IG Eleven specifically, mm. which is interesting. And I I kept thinking like, send in Picard. Picard will tell you about droid rights. <laughs> Well, oh, it, it makes sense considering droids massacred his family. Mm. Yeah, he got he almost got killed by one of those small head things at the beginning. You know, at least we see that. Yeah, dude, it looks like Although, a fucking Goomba from the the Mario movie. The this big, broad, humongous character with a dumb little head. Yeah, they really could have spiced that scene up by you just hear in the background a bunch of Roger, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Was that that's what's fascinating about this? Is like. What this show managed to do in terms of, like, you know, you take, yeah, they took battle droids, which in the prequels are, like, comedy fodder to just get mowed down by Jedi. Gun fodder. And showed, like, yeah, no, when they're not up against Jedi, they're actually, like, a threat. And, yeah, if you were just some civilian and a bunch of these things just landed and started uncaringly mowing you down, they're actually kind of creepy. And then in friggin', uh... Oh, gosh, the Seven Samurai episode. Like, uh, Paradise or Sanctuary? Or no. Yeah, the, that, was the one, that was the one where we met. Met Cara Dune, yeah. Sanctuary. Um, Sanctuary. Like, they took the ATST, one of the biggest jokes in Star Wars, because it was repeatedly murdered by teddy bears, and made it th- feel threatening, which is like, that in and of itself is astounding. Although, I don't know why they didn't just string up a rope at the edge of the forest that could have tripped it. Well, because yeah. then their actual fighters will come and cut the rope. Mm. I don't know. If the freaking teddy bears could figure out how to destroy <laughs> that thing, it's shocking to me that these townspeople never figured it out. Oh, they're fucking mud farmers. What do they know? 
but yeah, that was, I remember that. They were like, oh no, ATST. And I was like, ah, not, not that. But then they actually managed to make it feel like a threat. And that was impressive. Well, they also gave it red, eye, red glowing eyes. That yeah, was makes anything slightly overrating the pudding. Yeah, maybe. and this is also a community not of not, of specifically not fighters. Like yeah. one person has ever fired a gun before. They yeah, had to have a very dumb. good at it, they show. Like, yeah, they had to have a very dumb training montage, which was dumb. Yeah. You know, though, you know what irritated me about that one, that episode? One one thing about it that irritated me? So at the end, when they're leaving the village, the that woman, the 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 villager Omera. gives like Cara Dune this like look when she like interacts with the Mandalorian with I was like, wait, are they like implying that there's like a, a jealousy here? Hmm. I well, I, I kind of felt that by the end of the series that Cara Dune is kinda of into him. Yeah, but I thought I thought that he was much better with the villager lady. I think that, yeah, I think, that... I think he's much better with Baby Yoda. Well, yes, obviously. And their twin babies. Yeah, he doesn't need a love interest. Yeah, I'm kind of glad there mostly isn't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that with Cara Dune. I would hope not. It would kind of undermine. I mean, not that both of them. Not yeah, mm-hmm. like not that big badass kick dick ladies can't have love interests, but That's but true. it doesn't have to be the Mandalorian. It can be someone else. That's true. Yeah, it could be um, Carl Weathers. Ooh, Carl Weathers was fun. fun Did they give that character a name ever? Yes, his name. uh, They said it pretty early. His name is Grief Karga. Grief Karga pants. Good grief. (laughs) Fucking Star Wars names. I had I I've relooked him up recently. I, was it today or yesterday? Because so I was like, I know he was. I know he's Dylan from Dylan, you son of a bitch. But who else is he? I think it was yesterday. Uh, and I'd forgotten that he was. He was Apollo Creed. He's um, from Rocky. Carl Weathers. Yeah. Oh, he plays Carl Weathers in Arrested Development. <laughs> I heard. Yeah, I read that. Uh, and he's also uh, he's also in uh, Happy Gilmore. He's he's oh, yeah, Chubbs, he the, he the mentor. The, yeah, Chubbs. So that's you know we had uh, we had eat pieces of shit for breakfast in Star Trek, and we've got Chubbs in Star Wars. Oh yeah, here's another possible, and I'm sure Chris can explain why this is a thing. But oh, the Jawas. So we see those in the first Star Wars movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that capture CP3O and the other one and sell them to Luke's dad. Uncle. Um, uncle. Owen. Uncle dad. But then we also see them in the same type of like, uh, like land crawler thing. Yeah. On a totally different planet. Yep. And there's a few on Navarro. So these guys get around. Apparently. I am not going to lie. Until this series, I had thought they were strictly Tatooinean as well. So I have nothing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I I, I was like, are they just putting these guys in here because they're things that we'll know? I think so. And then for a minute, I was like, oh, is this supposed to be that planet? But I was sure it wasn't. So Yeah, that was the thing. I was like, wait, it's Tatooine? But no, it was not. Um, They eventually go to Tatooine. Yeah. Oh, that was a little wanky, too, having... um, Jake Cannavale's character sitting at Han Solo's booth. Was it the same cantina? It it was absolutely the same cantina, 100%. Yeah, Although, remember in that movie, they didn't serve droids there. And now a droid and runs there. had to wait outside. But in this movie, it's run by droids. Did you yeah. know who the important. droid was? No, who? Mark Hamill. <laughs> wait, nice. really? That's cool. Yeah, he was the bartender. It was very cute. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, no, it was it was a hundred percent the same the same place as uh, the first movie. Well, business is down. It was dead in there. Well, like I say, you know, it looks like that whole 
that whole town kind of went to shit. That's true. Here's my big complaint about the Jawa. I think we re- they really suffered from us seeing them up close because it made it super obvious that just a man's head and a black see-through fabric thing. Mm. What did you think they were? No, I just... I a just, void? Well, in the original movies, you never get to see anything but their eyes. You don't really see the shape of their faces or heads. Well, they obviously have one. Of course they remember, have one. I didn't notice this. I just mean You preferred that, not seeing it? Yeah, I just... It looked, for me, it looked like a mistake because I also just don't, like, what kind of creature is running around in the desert with see-through polyester covering their whole body? Mm. I don't know. I, I just thought it took it, it took me out of it. It was just too unbelievable. I don't know. I just thought it was weird because we, we never really got to see them that way. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't like it. That's all. Didn't say it was a good point. Just said I didn't like it. But yeah, I think that episode, too, that was a key thing because... Um... That's what the second episode, second episode with the Jawas, yeah, where they're yeah. sort of a major, yeah, yeah, because they want an egg, yeah, egg. oh god, um, I, you know, like what was good about that? Because like I said, one of my concerns going in had been that like he'd be just too flawless, and in that episode he fucks up, gets his a, ass a handed to him by a monster, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when even the Jawas kind of fuck him up. I was like, okay, so he's not gonna be like fucking. Marty Superman Steel. here. Yeah, he's gonna occasionally cock up. It's like, th- this is good. This is a good thing. He's a humanoid under well, all that. If there's one thing we know about Star Wars, it's that little things can kick big things' asses. That is true. Readily. Hmm. Yeah, never underestimate the little things. Especially like the baby, Yoda. baby Yodas. Although, yeah, every... man, his, uh, his freaking rifle that just vaporizes things. Mm-hmm. Nice. Damn. Only when it had particular shots in it, though, it looked like. Yeah. He was loading it with some kind of Has to be special set to shell. Kill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, every time, every time Baby Yoda is on, Jake and I just started likening him to the white cat. Because mm. the white cat is basically a Baby Yoda because he eats trash. <sighs> he would entirely crash your spaceship. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he would kill Cara Dune. <laughs> Yeah, I had forgotten about the little force choke. Scene. Yeah, mm. <laughs> he's a he's a little psychopath. Well, he, he thought, thought she was hurting his daddy. He he doesn't you know he doesn't understand his powers yet. It seems like because he's just a toddler or something. So how long until he's more aware of how, what he is? That is a good question. Hopefully, we never get to that point in this series. I no, just want him to be won't. a little puppet boy forever. Or he suddenly you know season three he goes through a growth spurt gets a. You know, floppy black haircut. He's no. emo teen Yoda. No. How, how no. long does the rebellious adolescent phase last for baby Too Yodas? Too long. Yeah, no idea. How no long can idea. you rebel? All we know about the species is that they can live to about 900-ish. Is that, is that well, the... Well, we don't know. I mean, we don't know if that's the limit. We know they no, that's can live true. at least 900. Yeah, I should have said that. Because, yeah, because Yoda mentions at one point that he's 900 years old in Jedi. Yeah. And like, did they, why did did why did Yoda die? Did he just die? Die, or was there a reason? Uh, broken, heart? I think he <laughs> broken heart. I think he just died of old. Oh. Okay, well then maybe yeah, maybe about nine hundred then. Well, of course the thing is you got to figure he's living in a horrible swamp planet. Like mm-hmm. if he had access to medical care and stuff like that, he could have kept going. Who knows? So yeah, we don't really know what the upper limit of his species could be with proper I feel attention. Like he probably knows some herbs. Mm. and poultices but he doesn't have back to so what do we think is the nature of baby yoda is it just another of yoda's species or is it a clone of 
regular Yoda? I think he's special in some way. Otherwise, Dr. I think Pershing or whatever his name was. The guy Yeah, from Dr. The... Pershing wouldn't have cared so much. Well, Maybe originally they all... wanted to kill it and give and like extract something from it. I'm guessing it was uh, the mitochondrias that Midichlorians. So the there is a uh, like a fan theory that his uniform bears a patch that has the symbol of the Camino cloners on it. Pershing's does. Yeah. Okay. So they so think those that are maybe the guys the... that Django Fett hung out with. Yeah, that made guys? the clone army. Yeah. So they're thinking maybe the idea was to try to clone Baby Yoda. Clone army of Baby Yodas. Oh my god. Yes. Or is it? I want I'm, it. I don't know. My 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 tinfoil hat theory is that Baby Yoda is already a clone of Yoda because Ooh. they mention that he's fifty years old, right? So that might put him, you know, around the time that they were doing the the cloning stuff, right? Timeline wise. Uh, from what I've read, he predates, so, I mean, that's the thing, is Kamino was already there, and all that, so, I mean, they've been cloners for God knows how long. The Republic wouldn't actually get involved with them until sometime after Episode 1, before Episode 2. Well, that we know of, right? Right, it's all a bit up in the air. But then also, we know that there were all these clones of, can't remember his name, the Emperor... Palpatine? Yeah, Palpatine, right? Because they saw that in the last movie. Oh, there were a bunch of Snopes, right? There were Snopes everywhere? There were. Wasn't it implied that... Yeah, I think they implied he was a clone clone? as well, though. I think, like, many things from that film, they had to later confirm it in, like, a fucking interview because that movie was so badly written. (laughs) God, that Um, movie was trash. But either way, we see that, like, the Empire... They love clones. They're cloning yeah. everybody. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if they just put a couple did a Yoda of clone thinking, oh, you know, we'll make a, an evil Yoda. Well, they did have Nick Nolte say, though, that he thought he wasn't engineered. Well, engineered versus cloned, though, right? Like engineered, I think, was implying that genetic was mutation like, and shit. Yeah, like uh, like manipulated. You know, like a. Like a French bulldog or something. Well, if oh. only we could go back and ask Quill. Oh, I am glad we didn't have to watch him die. Like we had to watch yeah. the Blurgs die. I like, oh, of... good. He's he's just cut in half on the ground. Fine. I didn't have to see it at least. Truthfully, when they're showing those shots of him, like getting closer and closer to the ship, I kind of almost expected him to like have a heart attack, kind of, because mm. I feel or the like Blurg to pass out. I know, I don't know about that, but I just feel like he was, like, breathing really hard and looked like, I don't know, like, I was like, is he just going to go into cardiac arrest? Because he seems pretty stressed out. Mm. Then that fucking asshole punches Yoda through the bag, and I was Bitch. so angry. It's like, how would you like me to put you in a bag and punch you? Okay, how did you, did you guys like or roll your eyes at the... Imperial guards, or what are they fucking called? The stormtroopers. Stormtrooper, yeah, the, the, the stormtroopers' inability to shoot a can. Oh, hilarious! Loved I, it. I, I'm torn. Like they've now kind of made it canon that they're bad shots, and I'm not sure if that's funny or dumb. Because there's also the moment in the prisoner where they're like, "Oh yeah, he's a he's an imperial sharpshooter," and Mando's like, "That doesn't say much." And he's all like, "I wasn't a stormtrooper, smartass." 
Yeah, I think that was a good it's joke. I feel like making it like so explicit may have been a little much, but I was still giggling at it. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was fun. You know, in a series, you know, you got to figure Star Wars is and has always basically been a kid show. Mm. But this series is pretty dark. Yeah. And although I think like, like Rogue One, I think a kid could enjoy watching this and especially with Baby Yoda would be excited about it. But yeah, there weren't a lot of moments of just, you know, levity. True. Especially in that episode. It's also it's a it's a bit complex for for a kid for kids watching. Yeah. I don't know how I mean Well, it's, it really it's not complex? discovery or anything where you need to be taking notes to remember who what character True. is which. Here's my question because this is the one thing that I was like what the hell is actually happening? How do those tracker devices work? Oh yeah, is I hate everyone those. chipped? Those are a bit too magical for me. Yeah, well, I guess I, I know it's like, Star what? Wars, but Presumably they just like no DNA or something. I have yeah, no maybe. idea. Yeah, I'm not crazy about the tracking fobs. They don't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it also Plus, wasn't like, do clear. Do you just like, have it... to fly aimlessly until the fucking thing starts going boop? And like, I don't know. It didn't really give an indication that I could tell of like where the person was, just that you were close to them. I could yeah. only yeah. assume a little that, LED on it. Yeah, I could only assume that maybe Mando's helmet had something, but that the, that doesn't explain how other creatures who have one of these tracking bobs can find. Yeah, their maybe it's like a divining rod or something, and it like draws your hand in the direction where the <laughs> where the bad guy is. It's actually a it's part organic. It's it's like there's a tiny Jedi inside. Ooh. Yep. There you go. A baby, baby Yoda. <laughs> Uh, a uh, tadpole Yoda. Aw. Oh my god, a little tadpole, but with big stupid ears. <laughs> <laughs> and cute little teefies. By the way, they start out as a tadpole, then they get the ears, then the little mouth. Yeah, I think the fact that his eyes are A, enormous, and B, yeah. almost all pupil, definitely also help. Because, you know, if you look at Yoda's puppet, he's definitely got, like, so much white around the eyes. Yeah. That... I feel like if this critter had had as much white of the eye, it wouldn't have been as cute. No. No, definitely. One scene that, I don't know, I thought was a little excessive was in the finale when they're going down the the river of lava. I'm Mm. hoping that's a new Disney ride, by the way. Yes. and (laughs) With an R2 gondolier. IG-11 is like, I will sacrifice myself. And then there's like this five minute back and forth where he's like no i will sacrifice myself and the mandalorian's like but i love you i like to sacrifice now. myself you i must do it i it like is my programming to... but but we need your help uh, you will... know how it... you know how kirk does so much talking computers to death mm. this was mando talking a computer to not to life death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i don't know i just like i get that they were trying to drive home the point that look he's He's finally changed his opinion on droids. Or at least this one. Listen, he doesn't yeah. have many friends. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel yeah, like all of his friends are in this boat. Yeah. He could have cut most of that discussion and just had IG-11, like, hand over the jetpack, say, I, I can't hold this for you anymore. Hand over Baby Yoda saying, I can't hold this anymore. And just get in the lava and start walking. And then they could be like, what are you doing? Mm. That yeah, might have just, had more impact. The con- It just, yeah, it really, like, drew everything to a screeching halt to yeah. have that like that extended back and forth let us explain how important this sacrifice will be and we're going to continue explaining it and i don't understand so the head mandalorian the the, forger? the blacksmith is like oh 
you won't be able to use this jetpack yet until you 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 know you get a train on it before you, you can fly. Some it. Rocketeering. But he's fucking great at it. Right on. He's not that on. great. No, at it. He can go up. Yeah. He landed on a on a on a starship. He crashed in into a starship. Yeah, no, but also, was, didn't he like hook onto it and like pull himself up? Because like guess. that wasn't. Yeah, no, that was definitely some sloppy flying. Yeah, he did happen to survive the landing very well. So, that but here's was the good the thing, though, right? Remember how the Rocketeer needed a helmet? He's already got the helmet. Hey. He's all set. It needs the wing, though. Did I? So remember, I was <laughs> yeah, mentioning the um, that I had a Boba Fett costume. Yeah. Well, the helmet for that Boba Fett costume was converted from my helmet from my Rocketeer costume. Oh, there we go. Fun fact. Very nice. So, there oh, yeah, you go. It like all ties you, together. Maybe you told us that. We had we we showed you pictures of that. It's a little yeah, little Jake Rocketeer. It's very. Oh cute. yeah, I definitely remember those costume. pictures. They were adorable. But yeah, I do. I love the armor. I was saying to Kane, I was like, God. She's such a fun, enigmatic character. I can't wait till they ruin it by giving way too much backstory in the books and comics. Uh, well, don't read the books and comics. Yeah, I and won't. also, like, we don't like she. She didn't get killed, right? We no. As we far just, as we know, she's alive. We yeah. see her beating everybody up. Yeah, and then great fight scene. Oh, it's amazing. It was awesome. She fucks them up. It's a, she just so like good. breaking necks with a hammer. Yeah, no, amazing. she's amazing. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing I really like about season one. And the thing that I'm getting worried about for season two, because I love that season one is very focused and yeah. very concise. Yeah. Like it's, it's a simple story. The, the, the three middle episodes could be cut because they're kind of side quests, but they're still kind of important to see what the character is like. Yeah, it's about establishing who he is. Yeah, but it's very focused. Whilst I've, I've read that with season two, they're going to broaden it a bit. And I think mm. they said they're going to take some inspiration from game of thrones and kind of have different storylines happening uh -oh. and i'm like uh oh they're gonna make it a mess i'm kind mm -hmm. of worried oh i don't like well, that well they did a great job here so let's you know let them be innocent until proven guilty yeah mm, i'm hoping me too it's gonna be yeah. hard to top though i mean it was it was a very very good series you said in that my the, uh that the bill burr episode was the the lowest ranked but i I don't know about you guys, but I really felt that the one on Tatooine yeah, was that's, the weakest. That one I find pretty dull. Oh, uh, the, the, the gun gunslinger or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude, fuck him. Like, yeah. I mean, the, the you know, I, we, I think we enjoyed the mechanic lady and her pit droids. Oh, yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. Amy I, wanted, be, I wanted awesome. to be her. She's like a, wanted... an engineer, mechanic, uh, crazy cat lady. Yeah. Like, those are her crazy <laughs> cats. This is droids. And she goes I, crazy when she sees the baby. She's like, oh, my God, I want she, you. Because she's all does. of us. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> but aside from her, the rest of the episode, she's just, yeah. I would have liked more because I, th I thought that the assassin mm. that they were trying to capture was pretty cool. Yeah, Migna Wen. I would have liked to see more of her character, but, you know. Nope. She, but whoops. we killed her. Whoopsie. Also, I feel like they killed her a little easy, easily considering, like, Mando was like, you, yeah, good luck. Well, because she was shackled and thought she had won over the ugly Franco brother. I know he's not a Franco, but he looks like an ugly Franco to me. No. But you said his um, name. It's Carnival or something? Yeah. Jake Carnavali, I think, is. What's but he his, from? His, his, sort of well known, uh, isn't he? I don't know what he's from. I mean, I've seen him in other things, but his father is way more famous. Who's oh, that? okay. His father is basically anytime you need a mobster oh you call i can't remember his first name i'm saul? blanking on his first name better um, call saul no i can't wait chris can't is looking it up for you okay but yeah and i just i just i happen to know oh, bobby cannavale bobby yep oh yeah. yeah oh go fuck yeah he's like one of the like 
five go-to mobsters in Hollywood. Yeah, and he's great. I mean, he was yeah. in uh, he was in Boardwalk Empire. I think he was in The Sopranos. Oh, yes, I see him now. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure um, he was in The Sopranos. <laughs> he's a, he's great, and I just remember. Oh, he's in Mr. He, Robot. Oh yeah, he was. Yep. Just hearing that his son was uh, that character, and I. So that's why I nice. remembered that. But yeah, no, that that uh, yeah, I, I remember when we rewatched it. I was like, oh, yeah, not much really happens in this one, and it really doesn't. Although you know, you know why it's so high rated, Jake? Because uh, the enigmatic who was that at the end, which everyone is assuming is Boba Fett. <gasps> really? Oh, is that everyone who was they... th- everyone was thinking that? That, I told, I totally forgot about that because there was never any payoff. Right, because it's it's they think they're say, they thought because we were all expecting there to be some kind of payoff. There never was, so the assumption on the internet has been the payoff will come in season two, and yeah. everyone's assuming it's Boba Fett. Yeah, I happen to know that the actor who plays Boba Fett is in season two. Well, there we go. Also, uh, Tim, Timothy Oliphant and Katie oh yeah, <gasps> Tim Oliphant. Right, I heard. I'm getting cast. excited about. Bro, I, I really hope they don't botch season two. How old is the actor that played Boba Fett going to be? He is currently 59. Wait, what? No, no, so I assume it's the guy that played Django in episode two. Oh, okay. That's yeah, because right. the guy that... I, I think forgot, the guy that... Oh, yeah, I the forgot that his son was actually his clone. Yeah, I think the That's guy right. that played Boba Fett originally, like the guy that originally wore... I want to say he passed away a few years ago, actually. Sad. And let me oh, guess, sorry. they they were they swapped out his voice with that. They did. The, yep. <sighs> did they really? That's fucking yeah. stupid. God, I, I mean, he's it. only got like two lines probably in in the original trilogy. <laughs> yeah, but still, most but, of them are. You know, Stop they needed him me. to be needed him to have you know a Kiwi accent because wait, why would he have a Kiwi accent considering he wasn't raised by. Django Fett for more than a week. That is a good question. Also, I lied. He's still alive. His name is Jeremy Bullock. And, uh... Bullock? That's Timmy Tim Oliphant's Olfant, character. Yeah. <laughs> On Deadwood, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Hang die, cocksucker. Uh, see, I don't know why I thought he'd passed away. But, nope, he's alive and well. Yeah, good. Good for him. But, uh... Yay for being alive. Good job. Go change time. He's no use to ha, be dead. Ha. Staying alive. Yes. And who knows, maybe, maybe it wasn't, but that's just the fan assumption right now. No, no, Sorry, no. you were saying games? Yeah, you know what is absolutely fascinating about this series? Because I don't know how much they're doing this in Hollywood right now. Is they're using that big soundstage with a 360-degree video wall to do to do their shooting. Oh, uh, what is, I've never heard of this. What is You've this? Never heard well, you of know what they posted about this in Star Trek shitposting recently. Yeah. I, I missed it. Footage Wait, of it like, is As opposed really to cool. like a green screen? Yeah, as opposed to bringing actors to sets, basically. Well, they or, haven't been doing that since the original, or since the, the prequels, right? Every- well, they take this, this big 360-degree video wall, which they have fi- just filmed the backgrounds for, and then they put it up on the screens while they film, and it's so cool. So basically, this is great, because we've gone from backdrops to sets to green screen to backdrops again, but now but they're you know video instead of digital painted. Backdrop. Yeah, but you know what's really cool about that, though, is I'm assuming that there's computer, you know, they're computer controlled and that they're probably tracking yeah. the camera. They are, So yeah. that you can do parallax and shit. Exactly. It's so neat. Like, like find a vid- we'll find really a video cool. and post it because it's fascinating. God, can you imagine if they can get that cheap enough for use in like theatrical productions? Well, well each, 
each individual audience member would need to be parallax tracked. Oh, no, I'm not for parallax, oh. but just for in general. Like, imagine yeah. having that much flexibility with your backdrops. Well, they did. There was a production in Boston probably 10 years ago now almost really? wow. of Peter Pan that was done like where the whole scene where all the scenery was like Video CG proje- projections. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Like I remember that production. That I didn't know that. Was or something? It was in a big up? tent at Government Center. Yeah. I okay, that. I didn't I didn't realize that was their thing. I knew they were, I remember it being in town, but I didn't realize that was their kind of shtick. That's right. Yeah. We knew one of their house managers. Oh, cool. Or I guess box office attendants. Or... I think he was the box office manager. Yeah, that sounds right. Hmm. But no, I, I had not heard about this. This is, that sounds really cool. Like yeah, a yeah. Super I think it costs idiot. a fortune to do. I would imagine. I mean, is it is it more expensive than bringing actors on location and having and filming that? On, on, in, on location like into that. space? <laughs> uh, onto other planets? <laughs> Yeah, actually, that was like one of the things I said when Gideon, and we'll talk about Gideon because I am so excited about Gideon. When Mando is on top of Gideon's spacey ship, I'm like, just go to space. He'll suffocate. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, we don't know. He could could have oxygen in that uh, in that helmet. It could be. I don't think he does. (laughs) (laughs) It is not airtight. Before we get to Moff Gideon, though, we haven't talked at all about Werner Herzog. Really? Oh, he's great too. I was saying to Caitlin, he is like just the right level of off-putting and weird for that role. Mm. I would like to see some baby. He's a little Anthony Hopkins. Hmm. Mm. I don't think he acts as well as Anthony like, Hopkins. He, like but you I know, he's going mean. to. He don't. He, he. You expect he's going to eat that. Eat thing. the baby. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could tell he's not an actor. Yeah, I mean, he has acted before, but he is primarily a director. Yeah, and like in the same way that Cara Dune kind of took me out of it. From time to time, his readings also took me out of it from time to time. That See, said, he more than makes up for it just by the way his voice works. Yeah, like I said, for me, I was never taken out of it. I was just like, I was, you just, there's this weird, like, off-putting menace of like, you just feel like any minute he might suddenly stop being calm and just fuck somebody up. And he mm. never does. But you're always waiting for it. And also, you know, from certainly the uh, American perspective, when you've got a, a guy with a thick German accent talking about, why did you resist our expansion? We improve things. You're just like, oh, oh, this is somehow worse than if it was any <laughs> other accent. Well, speaking, you know, going back to the Bill Burr and the, and the monoculture, you know he's from Nazi planet. Yeah, right? oh yeah, he's from, <laughs> he's from planet Germany. Yep, yep. We're, we're no, no, it's not planet went. Germany. It's planet Nazi. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, it's you're the right. Nazi planet. I really, I hope Spock we see... Spock lives there. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, one day we're going to see Planet Boston. Everything's just going to be orange and that weird sort of purpley pink. Purpley pink? Oh, the Dunkin'. The Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Just Dunkin'. Yeah. They're not Dunkin' Donuts anymore. That's right. It's, it's just Dunkin'. But yeah, no, he was in his big fucking imperial medallion. That was great. Mm. You got to wonder, though, who are these guys that decided, well, the Empire's fallen to shit. I think I'll stick around. And their armor's gotten nasty, and their equipment looks kind of shitty. Well, like probably clear- true believers, you know. I don't know. You Some didn't really kind get of weird political zealots. I guess, but you really you don't get that impression from Sadakis and the other guy. Well, then maybe the pay is really good. Yeah. And what is the, what is their other option? Yeah, and I'm assuming that these guys are gonna somehow be connected to what was it called the um, the First Order? 
yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they start sprinkling in like mm. right because that like the timeline here. So this you you mentioned that this stuff is supposedly five years after the Empire Strikes Back. Jedi, yeah, Jedi. But those two are close together. Okay, yeah, yeah, right, right. And the pre the sequel movie, Force Awakens, that's supposed to be like thirty years ish after. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I think it's supposed to have been, like, real time. Yeah, so, however, however long Harrison Ford has aged. Yes. <laughs> so, presumably, in it, from, it takes 25 years to go from where we are now in this series to the Empire is basically just as strong as it ever was, if not stronger. You know, they have a planet-sized Death Star now. Yeah. Um, so, apparently, the, they're, they're acting like, oh, the Empire's down and out, but... I'm going to guess that, that they're not really that down and out. Well, yeah, because, just... I mean, Gideon shows up and his stormtroopers are well-equipped. He's got death troopers. He's got a big fuck-off machine gun. Like, yeah, yeah. no, like, there, there's a there's a line of continuity. And, I, you know, I think it is, you know, important that they have established already. Because you're right, like, the Empire is clearly very resurgent, even if it rebrands slightly in 25 years. And they're already kind of establishing that no one's really taking the New Republic terribly seriously. Yeah, I actually kind of like that because, I don't know, I think that there was an assumption that after, and I always thought this was stupid, that after the Return of the Jedi, they kill the Emperor, they kill Darth Vader, and and the idea is that, okay, Empire's just gone now, and, you know, and now the Rebels are going to start a New Republic and they're going to run everything like a utopia. And yeah. then Moff Gideon rolls in. <laughs> but I, that's just such an unrealistic thing, right? Like, so the it's not like all the Imperials everywhere would suddenly, tr you know, drop their weapons. Yeah, and, take oh, off I their guess helmets. we're done. Yeah, no, they like, would some, just, some might, just be a but not power vacuum. And people like Moff Gideon, and I'm sure there's other warring factions, you know, other... Because we see, so Moff, right? That's what um, Peter Cushing was. Yeah, they're he's like Moff. Yeah, they're, so they're like they're big shots. Yeah. So I'm sure. I mean, although he's that Peter Cushing's character blew up. Yes. Um, but I'm sure there's other people of that same level that are now like, oh, Emperor's dead. I guess I'm the Emperor now. Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito is so good at that kind of character. <laughs> Have we ever seen yeah, him? Talk about a character. Talk about an actor that's yeah. like, we need a sinister guy yes. to show up. He's so great. And be the unseen hand mm -hmm. uh, that is running things and just being sinister. Have we and ever like, seen Esposito play a demonstrably good guy? No. He's and always I feel like bad the, the morally like, grayest. It's he's never, be... No, he's morally, he's, he's like, <laughs> there's no gray. <laughs> he's, he's just a bad guy. He does guy. what he needs to do. He was the Fring in Breaking Bad, yeah. which is an evil guy. He was evil, the but brilliant evil guy in that horrible show Revolution. Oh, I uh, Don't where remind he me was Revolution just, exists. What's wrong with you? He was just just a bad guy, and he's, he's gonna be the villain in Far Cry Six. Yeah, I mean he def. I mean he did such a good job on Breaking Bad. I think that was his breaking uh, out uh. role. I don't remember him in anything before that. But he did such a good job in there that he basically has earned himself a career for life playing that character over and over and over and over again. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll keep buying it. Yeah. This actually sort of neatly rolls into one of my big problems with the series, which is that 
even though they seem to have done a good job of like diversifying cast and like not they're definitely not guilty of just having like two black characters anymore two of our three like sort of main antagonist people are people of color or black or you know whatnot and And they can't play villains why no they can of course they can it's just that so often you wind up with people who are not white playing villains it's just kind of a thing are you do you mean like carl weathers character yeah but he he turns out to be a good guy in the end yeah but he was gonna double but just like lando he sold out his friends pretty much at the drop of a hat that's that's a fair critique yeah i mean you know i mean being fair to both of them they both had the empire show up on the door their doorstep and put a gun to their head no i know i'm just saying i think you know, I applaud them for their efforts in diversifying casting. I just, it occurred to me on this second watch through that I was like a little bit bummed out that like, again, two of our three main antagonists were people of color. Yeah, I wouldn't, mm. see, that's the thing. I wouldn't call Carl Weathers' character an antagonist. Like he's, he's doing a job and he's actually a fairly well, well-rounded character because you see him make decisions. You don't just see him be evil, evil, evil. evil. You see him understanding what the what the scenario is and being like oh maybe baby yoda is worth keeping alive interesting so i looked up giancarlo esposito because this is pretty much the first thing i've ever seen him in i think you're kidding me uh and i i I could be wrong but i was like okay surely it might something where maybe he was a good guy i was like oh he was in malcolm x maybe he was a friend of nope he's the guy that killed him but i found a thing in 1982 he appeared as mickey in five episodes of Sesame Street. So maybe he was a good guy there. Nope, the baddest one in Sesame Street. <laughs> man, so he was working as far back as 1982. Yep. He's not a and young man. He really man. didn't have his breakout role until the late aughts. But good for him for sticking with <laughs> sticking with it for so many years. Well, breakout yeah. role to you. You said you had you just don't That's recognize true. him. I'm That's sure he's true, been but in I a feel lot. like I mean I, if, if I haven't heard of him, how big could he have been? <laughs> he was apparently Big Bird's <laughs> camp counselor. So a bad uh, guy. He's da- he, Giancarlo Esposito is a Danish-born, half-Italian, half-African-American character actor. What are you doing in the Danelands? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's delightful in this. He just shows up and is like, you know, murders the fuck out of the guy you thought was the big bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shows and then up we, with and his... then we and then we get the the lines from the two bike troopers out in the desert oh, being yeah. like, "Oh, he just killed someone for talking out of turn. Okay. He just killed five more people for not having their shoes tied." Yikes! <laughs> got his uh, foldy wing tie fighter. He's got a fucking lightsaber. Like, is that was that a special tie fighter? Because I, I kind of just assume that that's what how they land, right? So. I don't know, because, like, previously, whenever we've seen a landed TIE fighter, it just uses its wings as its land, like, just still straight up and down, like, uh, like, so I I don't know, but in the trailer for season two, we see more of them taking off from that formation, like, kind of lifting and the wings snapping into place, so. Because I had kind of a, because, yeah, because otherwise I'm thinking it would be really freaking hard to get into one, because it looks like the, the hatch is on the top. Yeah, no, previously, whenever we've seen them, like, you need a special, like, ladder to get in. Like, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is much more efficient this way. Though still very vulnerable to pocket bombs. 
Mandalorians. Yeah. Yes, Mandalorians with jetpacks. <laughs> yes. Well, none of us really is safe. No. From that menace. No. Maybe I, Yoda's we, okay. Yeah. It's one of those things, you know, we all, uh, the average American eats eight Mandalorians with jetpacks every year in their sleep. <laughs> what the fuck, Chris? <laughs> I have two more notes. Two more mm. notes because they're, they're more minor. A, the music kicks all the ass. Oh, the music's fantastic. I love it. Like, I, I dance around the house whenever, whenever the show's on, so. Yeah, that theme, too, is just so good. It is I really thought, good. I thought, um, Gideon's theme kind of stood out as being, I don't know if they deliberately made it different. It had a more of an electronic sound to it. Like yeah. I, there was like electronic snare sounds. I didn't in think it. of that, but you're right. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if they did that. My God, is he an android? Maybe. <gasps> well, I don't know. Like everything else was kind don't of Mando. was one style. And then I felt like yeah. his theme specifically stood out as being something different. What's nice too is like, is, is finally allowing Star Wars music to evolve. Because, like, you know, for years, obviously, there were the movies and stuff, and it was always John Williams, who, frankly, has phoned in the last three. <laughs> like, say what you will about the prequel trilogy, he was still trying on his side. The sequel trilogy, yeah, no. Yeah, doesn't suffer for the music. No. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, a lot of the TV shows and other things that the people have done, they've, generally speaking, been trying to ape Williams' style. And He's with really this, just stealing from other better composers a lot of the time, anyway. Yeah. Whereas this, oh, I can't think of his name. Like they clearly just said, "Do what you want," and he did, and it's great. Do do space western. Yeah, or with, with a little bit of New Zealand in there, tiny bit, just gauche. Yeah, I did read. So so season two, as you know, uh, when when this goes up, will be airing tomorrow. Yep. Uh, or starting to air tomorrow. I, it sounds like it wasn't really affected filming-wise by all of the COVID. Good, uh, good. They wrapped their filming on March 8th, which was before wow. everything went, went to shit. Like, literally just before. Yeah. yeah. But the orchestra obviously hadn't been filmed in yet. Mm. So the orchestra had, you know, was affected by all of the social distancing by having to... I guess they had to record their parts remotely or in small groups. So I'm sure I won't notice a fucking thing, but it's something to keep an ear for to see, you know, how well did they patch it all together. Like mix it, yeah. I know that a few weeks ago, now last month, they released the uh, trailer for the new version of Dune. And Which there's has been this... postponed again, right? Yes, yes. A few weeks later, okay. they said, fuck it. It has this choral cover of Eclipse by Pink Floyd. And uh, I guess they actually, they did, they recorded it all completely separately. Oh, wow. Like, they, it basically, the whole choir and the conductor were just on a giant Zoom call. Damn. And that's how they did it. So, like, hmm. what we're doing right now. Yeah. They must have had better tech for syncing up, though. Can, can you imagine, oh, yeah. like, the delay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they're also using better equipment than Audacity. <laughs> I watched with a couple of friends, they were calling it, Antigone at Ferguson and it first you know it it first came about after you know the the murder of um I want to say George Floyd and that's not him he wasn't in Ferguson oh Ferguson was um shit there's it's sad how many of these there are that we get confused was it Michael Garner in Ferguson that sounds right Michael Brown maybe no yeah Michael Michael Brown. Brown Anyway, yeah, so they initially put this together 
uh, Antigone and Ferguson with uh, after the death of the shooting death by cop, right? Of Michael yes. Brown. And um, they actually had a lot of music in it as well. It was performed live by singers and musicians. So I've actually seen that in person live and that, well, in person live through Zoom, basically. But it was it was actually pretty amazing what a, what a great job they did of it. So cool. curious how they handled the latency issue. But yeah, it's definitely something that's being done, which is great. The other, um, the other final thing I wanted to bring up is I am a big fan of all the, like, the little art posters in the end credits. Oh, yeah, like the concept art and stuff. Yeah, like it's all like it's it's really nice to watch and it gives you a reason to watch the end credits because normally mm. like normally we just hit next and go to the next episode. Oh, I still do that. Yeah. yeah. I, I hope more shows do shit like that because I feel like it's a, it's an older practice that you would see in like, you know, I think like old TOS would have stills at the end during the credits. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's interesting with this, though, is being concept art, too, you can sometimes see, like, what did quite come to be. Like, again, The Prisoner, you can see early versions of the guard droids, and they're much beefier hmm. uh, originally. Like, they don't really have necks. The heads are just kind of directly part of the body. And I think the final design they went with looks a lot nicer. Um, hmm. You know, early, like, drawing. You, you also kind of tell how old a drawing is, because sometimes you be like, Oh, I think that's supposed to be Cara Dune, but the face isn't quite right. And then there's a drawing. It's like, okay, this is clearly after they actually cast her, because yeah. now it looks like her. Things like that. Yeah. Plus, you get to see just nice little, little cute drawings of Baby Yoda, which that too. I will. Too. I will buy myself. <laughs> Do the magic hand thing, baby. <laughs> and then he yeah, wins. That was a great scene. And I lose my shit. Yes. I love. I love that. That was his. I'm out of ideas. Your idea was to say, "Do the magic hand thing, baby." That's your plan, Carl Weathers. <laughs> that was great, though. That that like just, you know. What's everybody's top five Baby Yoda moments? All of them. <laughs> They're drinking all great. Drinking tea, mm -hmm. drinking his, his drinking his broth, eating yep. a frog. <laughs> yep. Uh, playing with to playing with all the toys in the ship. <laughs> Pushing the button, yeah, trying, trying, trying to, to get, push. Yeah, trying to press the button repeatedly. Crashing the ship. <laughs> yep. The little wavy face, wavy smiley face I love, and I love the end when he grabs on Amando's leg and looks at him like, Dad. That's one of my faves. You know you know something though that irritates me um about Star Wars. What? That you know, they and they did this in the like the original trilogy <laughs> they did it, but it makes more sense there because that was created without any of the other backstory or lore. They do it in Star Wars seven. Uh, Phantom Gourmet. Nope. <laughs> the uh, the, the, the Force Gourmet Awakens. Awakens. And they did it here. And what it is, is they pretend like nobody knows what the fuck a Jedi is. Mm. And, and, and it's like, and stuff. yeah, it's like, oh, I've heard of this before. There were like these wizards in ancient times, you know, 20 years ago <sighs> that had, uh, you know, that could do this stuff. They were called Jedi. You know, what's funny like, is I think because of that, I didn't realize how like contemporary this was to the original trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like ancient history. It's literally everybody that's there ago. in their lifetime, all the adults anyway, there would have been Jedi. Yeah. Because like, I mean, Mando was around during the Clone Wars. That's yeah. when the battle droids were in operation. Yeah. And, and you know... um, Carl He's Weathers really is clearly though. older, so he yep. would he should certainly know what a Jedi is. Well, and uh, friggin' 
Quill. Quill is like, oh, three of your human lifetimes. It's like, so you yeah. were really around for <laughs> well, the Jedi. Well, not to mention he was like enslaved by the Empire, so yeah. he so, like, probably even heard about them. So people that are like, like, it's not like the Force and Jedi were some kind of a secret. That I bet, it was I just bet like, you there's a lot of rumor, though. Like, it, I'm, I'm sure it gets out of hand where people don't oh, know what's true. real and what's not, though. Yeah. And we call the those people Trump big. supporters. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just feel like, yeah, if it were, if I didn't buy it in The Force Awakens that nobody had heard of a Jedi or the Force. And you buy um, it less now. Maybe Luke, but I buy it less Luke only five years after return, return of the Jedi. They literally just returned so, five so, years ago. So the thing is, we are mostly dealing with the Outer Rim, where the New Republic and New Re- the Republic never really had a foothold, and a Jedi would have been a rare, if ever seen, sort of person. Even little. Annie Skywalker knew what a Jedi was and knew that they had a laser sword. Well, yeah, but that was because it was, like, before he murdered them all. Oh, true. Yeah, like, they, they, like they've kind of established things that, like, kind of, the further you get from the core, the more sort of legendary the Jedi were. So, it's easier to believe, like, that someone way out in the middle of fucking nowhere, like, what... 35 45 years after they were mostly wiped out hasn't really heard of them but yeah carl weathers still probably should have had an idea unless he spent his whole life on the outer rim yeah he might have. i mean it's it's still it's only like 25 years right or t- maybe 30 years at most i forget exactly what the timeline well, is because you gotta figure at some point so luke skywalker is born in the at the uh, end of the clone wars the end of the clone wars and he's supposed and he's to be I think, like 18. 25. Oh, he's supposed to be 18? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in okay. New Hope. Yeah, he and Larry. Yeah, yeah, so it's like. Yeah, like he's actually less than Mark 25 years. 25, but. Yeah. And then the period from that, you know, from uh, the first Star Wars to Return of the Jedi is probably like five years. If yeah. That. Yeah, I think, I think maybe it was supposed to be real time, but I'm not positive. I always assume that The Empire Strikes Back took place like months at most after yeah, that, yeah that's true uh, the first one but i think jedi is supposed to take a place a few years after empire oh man so han was in that uh oh he was in that for that, a bit yeah really? rock oh, for that a I didn't yeah yeah no he he was he was in that for a while yeah at some point we will cover all the rest of the star wars and force caitlin to watch episode two i won't do it <laughs> all right you can you can skip that up that, that no. day. we'll have rossi on no you, no, gotta, no you gotta watch it i've had to watch it Multiple times. I, I don't want to. It's but better you, you, than... You'll understand why Dexter Jetster is such an important, pivotal character. That's right. You need to see Dexter no, Jetster. No, I don't. I could just watch that. Cl- you showed me the clip, didn't you? Nah, there's more to say. Listen, I don't... You need to understand how much he hates Sam. I don't... I've seen that, too. I like the novelty of having not seen it. Just like I like the novelty of having not seen Inception. Just saying. Well, it'll ruin the podcast, I have to watch the stupid thing. (sighs) Speaking of watching the stupid thing, what are you guys looking forward to or predictions you have for season two? It's Darth Maul. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, obviously. So we're we're clearly getting some Boba Fett. 
Well, that's that's already established. That's uh, already been leaked. No, no, no I know. What I would really like is if they showed us more Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. I doubt we'll get that, Caitlin. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I know there's been rumors floating around that Ahsoka Tano is going to show up. Who? She is a character that was established in Clone Wars and ended oh, up appearing yes. in Rebels. Yeah, it's already on the list on, on Wikipedia. It's going to, she's going to be played by Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Yeah, like oh, she's definitely. I remember when she was cast and everybody was mad because she had treated. I think she and her mother were like abusive to a trans uh... housekeeper. Yeah. Yeah, that's never really been Fuck addressed. Fuck you, Rosario, you bitch. I hope your character gets killed off fast. But yeah, she, she was like a, an annoying kid sidekick at the start of Clone Wars. But then they started writing her better. And I know, like, by the end, I guess she. Basically, just by watching the war and how the Jedi and the, Rep- the Republic deal with it and sort of the hypocrisy, she ends up disillusioned with the Jedi and leaving the Order before the end of the series, so she conveniently isn't there when Order 66 happens. And then I guess she reappeared in Rebels, which left her final sort of fate vague enough that she could potentially reappear. In The so, Mandalorian. Yeah, so if we see her, we may be seeing more Jedi sooner than later. I'm, I'm, my prediction is going to be that we, are, if not this season, then certainly the following season, they're, they're going to have to start showing us the, the formation of the, the First Order, that that's going to somehow play into it. Yeah, yeah. And maybe maybe Gideon's boss yeah. is Snoke's. Ugh. Or at least the, sh- you know, the, the start of the rebranding. Well, so... so, so the very final moment of the show, we see him break out of his crashed ship yeah. with a lightsaber. Um, so is he a Jedi? Does he have force powers? I asked the same thing. We'll find out in this season because I don't want to listen to Chris talk about cartoons for five hours. <laughs> I can actually cut it down really easily and take less than ten cartoons if that makes help. If that no, helps. It doesn't. I'd, ra- I'd rather have a... a show that can stand alone in explaining what a thing is. Well, all I was going to say was you don't need to have the force to wield the lightsaber. It just helps. So mm-hmm. he is not necessarily a Jedi because he has it. Yeah, but I feel like the people that generally use, like, you know, choose Our to Jedi use a lightsaber Sith. are going to be the Jedi. So the, the thing is, that's a Mandalorian artifact he has, and we know he stole a bunch of stuff from them. What do you mean is a Mandalorian? The the lightsaber is? Yeah. Without getting into a bunch oh. of cartoons, it's a Mandalorian oh. lightsaber. Oh, okay. So it's not Boy, a Jedi lightsaber. The lightsaber of the only Mandalorian to ever be a Jedi, right? Or one of the only known ones, yeah. Yeah. Chris has cut all this. Great. You're the one that asked us about it. Jeez. Asked what about what? You asked us for predictions. <laughs> That's what led to this conversation. Well, it wasn't really a prediction. It's just probably just a fact. Mm. Here's what I hope doesn't happen. I hope we don't find out the fucking Mandalorian is force sensitive. <laughs> I don't need him to be a Jedi. That just oh, no, don't please, Christ. Well, and I, they wouldn't do that, right? Because who like, knows? You can't. Be, I feel like it would be hard to reconcile both creeds. Well, yeah, that, that, that see that could be a point of dramatic tension. Then what does he do? Stop. Just stop now. <laughs> I hope will the Mandalorian. See, will we see additional Mandalorians? Will he hook up with his, oh, with his old true, buddies? Oh, that's true. Because well, there's we we know Boba Fett's in the series. Yeah, so. Boba Fett. But that's a question, right? So How many because survived? Boba Fett sort of inherited the armor just from his dad. 
is he actually a practitioner of the Mandalorian religion? That's the thing. He, he may not have been properly raised by them. Yeah, he might just be wearing the costume and not be an actual Mandalorian. He's appropriating that know. culture. Here's my prediction, or here's my, my, my hope for season two. Okay. Is Mandalorian goes back to Quill's farm and starts raising more blurgs <laughs> to make up for the blurgs he got killed and just lives happily with the blurgs for the rest of the series. And well, that it. is sweet, but would be boring as fuck. I'd watch it and I'd go, I'd be so happy. Star are kind of like land Valley. piranhas, aren't they? Are like land piranhas? <clears throat> they look like piranhas Aww. with feet. I, I love them. See, I think, I think the reaction Chris stupidly has to the porgs I have to the Blurgs. <laughs> hmm. Blurgs um, are also cute. Ooh, they have little tiny T-Rex arms. They're great. What do y'all think? <laughs> I had I had a problem. I got, I got a big problem. Uh-oh. Uh, is it just me, or is Baskar steel like changeling material in the, fa- in the sense that <laughs> it can just increase its volume at will? Yeah, that was a little Because weird. those little <laughs> bricks... One little brick turned into his whole shoulder pad. Yeah, it's And true. then those other bricks turned into all of his other armor. It just seems to me like there's a there's a there's some additional mass beam. Or maybe it's, that's a thing. Maybe it's maybe it doesn't get forged like seal, maybe it like is a foam. Maybe it like ooh, foams up and, and gets less dense. It's it's like nibbler poop. It's you know, one pound pound of it weighs up to ten thousand pounds. <laughs> it it could be she's just plating it. Plating yeah, something else could in Beskar. Be, it could just be like a coating on the existing... And Beskar's strong enough that just a plating of it makes something super solid. Or some of it yeah, is shunted they imply that like, these, little, these little bricks was a shitload, and I'm like, really? And that some much? was still set aside for foundlings. Mm-hmm. Well, that <sighs> was the first one, and that was just his... She did also mention she was just making him a curus, so it could be the rest of the silver armor is new armor, but not... Beskar, just another silvery material. No, because he, he when he got yeah, when damaged, he got I thought big... he mentioned it was Beskar. Yeah, he it gets brought up a lot that it is Beskar. Yeah, the whole thing because I think it's a big deal because it sounds like there isn't a lot of it out there. Yeah, and it was originally the like proprietary creation of the Mandalorians. Mm. I mean, Carl Weathers still has a few bricks of it, presumably. So yeah. if he needs if he needs extra, didn't use the money from it to buy a new coat, though. I realized. <laughs> I didn't notice till the rewatch that in the last two episodes he's still got the burn mark from where he got shot. Oh, word! That's, that's it's like nice you didn't buy a new touch. jacket. It's been like when you anywhere... find a jacket that's comfy, you wear the fuck out of that jacket. I suppose that's true. so. That's true. Plus, I guess for a guy in his job, that's like bragging rights, you know? Yeah. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, got shot, but my lucky, lucky best guy. I'm a lucky guy. Here's a puck. And some Mon Calamari rubber money. There's a puck. Quack. Quack. <laughs> Quack. <laughs> Pucks fly together. Full circle. Jerk. That. Cool. Anything else about the Mando? I hope they don't fuck it up in season two. Yep. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Also, my cat is snoring. Oh, good cat. Funny. Kitty boy. Well, if you uh, if you liked that and you want to hear more, that's too bad. This isn't a Star Wars podcast. That said, we will be back to our regularly scheduled Deep Space Nine reviewing next week. We'll be watching Body Parts, and I already forgot the other episode, Ames. Broken, uh, Link. Broken Link, because it's the it's the season four finale. Four? Yeah. Yeah. 
We'll be watching the last two seasons of, uh, yep, the last two episodes of season four, Body Parts and Broken Link. So you can check that out, hear what we think about those last two episodes, as well as hear our top and bottom three episodes for the season. Oh, I have to figure out what they're going to be. Shit. Yeah, you better work on that. <laughs> I already know what you're going to be. What? Yeah. But I know all of your top and bottom threes. What? You want to make some predictions right now? No. No, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you want to hear... Uh, well, actually, we've done some Star Wars before. You we can have. check out our other uh, past ten forwards. Or if, like, you know, either you like both like we do. Well, sort of. I mean, some of us. I don't know. Whatever. If you like Star Wars and Star Trek, you've come to the right place. Uh, we've got like 195-ish episodes or something at this point of just uh, straight up Star Trek. And yeah, you can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on Spotify. I guess I don't uh, I don't think Google Play anymore because Google Play is gone. And I don't know if podcasts are on YouTube music, so skip it. Stitcher. And uh, oh, uh, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. yeah. As usual... I have been Caitlin. I have been Jake. This has been Chris. And I have spoken. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. Uh.